In 2020, COVID-19 fundamentally reshaped our world and our lives. Where we work, how we shop, what we wear, how we celebrate, how we greet each other, how much lipstick we use, how and if we go to conferences. Basically, it really has impacted everything from the micro to macro. Every industry also has to face a different future. In this episode of FinTech Flow, we will look into the most important post-COVID trends that will reshape the insurance industry. Welcome to FinTech Flow, where we deep dive into the depth and complexity of successful startups, sit down with bright FinTech minds, and bridge together the gap in mindset between the legacy players and today's innovators. With 10 years experience as a manager in the financial sector, MIT certified FinTech expert Linda Shalai is prepared to put it all in play and to follow the flow. I am honored to have a returning guest, Roger Peverelli. Roger is a sought-after speaker, a best-selling author, an expert in digital innovation and customer engagement strategies. He is also the co-founder of the Digital Insurance Agenda, which is the best organized insurance-related event I have ever experienced. Roger is listed on the global top 50 InsurTech influencers. Roger, welcome again on the FinTech Flow podcast. Thank you very much, Linda. Uh, happy to be here again, and thank you for your kind words. Great to have you. We did experience an extreme change, both in the behavior of customers and businesses. As an innovation expert, I tried to look at the better sides of COVID-19, and I did see that COVID is leading the digital transformation in many financial in- institutions. But what will happen once it's over? Some expect that everything will be like it used to be, while others state that a new normal is shaping. What is your view on this? I definitely recognize your point. Insurance react in very different ways. Obviously, the business impact of COVID is significant, and quite a few incumbents we've spoken to have paused, postponed, or even canceled their digital innovation programs. But many others have experienced this as a wake-up call, actually. They see that being digital is paramount and that so far they have been far too slow. So what we see is that they are actually shifting their programs into a higher gear. I agree. We do need to step up. It was very interesting for me an article earlier this year when you identified four major post-COVID trends for insurers. Could you summarize what they are? Absolutely. The essence is that customer behavior has changed. Think of online shopping, working from home, watching Netflix. And all these changes are permanent, at least to a large extent. Trend number one is health first, more than ever. The second trend is connected living, for real now. The third trend is what we call unprecedented uncertainty. And the fourth is empathy in everything. These are all trends that already existed. They just shifted into a higher gear because of the crisis. And when customer behavior is changing so permanently, insurers need to change too, to stay relevant. So these are the trends they really should tap into. To be honest, I'm most excited about the last one, but let's start with the first. So you say (laughs) health is more important than ever. What do you think? What kind of business opportunities could arise from this for an insurance company? Well, that is fairly easy. First, there is now much more awareness for health and life. So it's about reaching out to consumers and selling more plants. Straightforward. Secondly, we see that people are now much more aware that their health condition is important. Bad health, complications if you get COVID, and even the chances of winding up at an intensive care unit. So, there's a huge opportunity for insurers to help consumers with a healthier lifestyle. Help them exercise more, eat healthier, sleep better, manage stress. And by the way, 
If insurers do that, they also increase their social impact. Absolutely. This could also be an example of a positive trend that COVID brought to our lives. If the insurance companies are there to help us live a healthier life, and they also can gain from it, then it's a great win-win situation after all. Yes, yes. But insurers typically struggle with these kinds of services beyond the usual covers uh, because it's really new to them. We see that some insurers team up with specialized customer-centric platforms. Think of Generali's uh, Vitality program or how Irish Life uses Decadu, or think of a platform such as uh, Virgin Pulse. They team up to use the specific knowledge and experience of these platforms. And partnering is, of course, much faster than trying to do everything yourself. We actually have quite a number of these use cases at DIA prime time, end of November. Yes, yes. As, as you said, it's, it's a good waking call for a lot of insurers. So, uh, as you mentioned, the second important trend was connected living. And that's a topic, again, that we have been talking about in the past couple of years, but maybe not very many things happened. What could change with the COVID? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think that we all experience the changes in how we live. Many people are now working from home and they will continue to do that also after the crisis, at least for the most important part. But most homes are not really set up for working at home. Think of cybersecurity issues. Um, and what we also seen in the last half year is that people are investing more and more in their house, making their house smarter with all sorts of connected devices. And this gives insurers an opportunity, the opportunity to come up with a whole new generation of home insurance, which combines traditional coverage with cyber and all sorts of preventive and proactive services. Secondly, uh, with many people working at home, mobility patterns have shifted dramatically. This will change how people look at their car insurance, for instance. It's really a perfect moment to make usage-based insurance mainstream. And that's also why we invited Giacomo Lovati of Unipol to speak at DIA Primetime. Unipol is by far the world leader in telematics insurance. They have over 4.2 million telematics clients. A lot we can learn from them. Wow. I'm pretty curious how fast these new products uh, or features will evolve as insurance products. And I'm pretty sure InsurTechs will be a major part to driving this change. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But also hope so. So, and let's go to the third trend that you mentioned, that was about uncertainty. What do you mean by that and what kind of opportunities could that bring to insurers? Let me explain. Um, thanks to COVID, people are uncertain about three things and all at the same time. First of all, their health, of course, and the health of their relatives. Second, the economic uncertainty. For instance, will I lose my job because of the recession? And third, all the misinformation and disinformation and that is likely to increase even further. So how should insurance react? Well, first of all, insurance products should be simple, transparent and affordable. And on top of that, they should be a beacon of trust, providing trustworthy information to customers. Or even better, empower customers in all sorts of ways to deal with these trying times. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. And, and it's again, it can really impact the industry on on the better way to a better kind of future. So yeah. I think that's also interesting what's going to happen around that. Yeah, let's talk about what uh, I'm most interested in, because for me, maybe that was the most shocking when you said that the fourth trend that you see is around how we can care about each other and how we can use empathy. So 
Why do you think this is a trend that can change the insurance industry? Well, why did you think it was so shocking that, that, I, that we identified that trend? Because caring is, of course, in the core of the insurance business. But at the end of the day, this is hardcore business, and usually empathy is not involved deeply in business opportunities. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh, as you know, DIA stands for Digital Insurance Agenda. So we absolutely believe in digital. But at the same time, we are convinced that insurance should manage the feeling side of their company much better than they do today. Especially in difficult times such as now, people crave for institutions that care. So insurance should reach out to their customers, listen to them, help them. And we believe the organization, the people working in insurance companies, the frontliners, play a very important role here because they have the talents to be empathetic. Most computers still don't have that. So rather than just using tech to replace staff, these insurance should also apply technologies to empower those employees. Actually, now that you put it this way, it is pretty logical and absolutely makes sense. And again, this is another trend that could turn our industry sexier and more customer-centric. So I do hope these trends will be followed by insurers in the upcoming years. And then, looking back in a couple of years, hopefully we can see that COVID did have a great impact on our industry after all. Well, let's hope already shortly. Each trend offers short-term opportunities as well, and also new opportunities on the longer term. But there is so much insurance can already start with today, so there's really no reason to hesitate. That's true, and this is a momentum here. And what uh, the last six months has proved definitely is that uh, the customers are ready and willing to change, and they did change a lot in the past six months. So let's try and, and use this new knowledge and these new customer expectations. Yeah, definitely agree. So thank you for sharing your thoughts on this topic. If anyone is more interested, I would really recommend to read the article that you wrote about this topic, about the post-COVID trends for insurers. I will put the link of this article in the show notes. So anyone who is interested, just check the show notes and read that. And then now let's switch to another interesting topic. Last year, I was lucky to experience the coolest insurance conference of my life, which was DIA Munich. I did some episodes around that for the Fintech Club podcast. The most memorable for me was when I had the world's most famous social robot, Sophia, as my guest on the podcast. If you're interested to listen to that, check out episode 30. I was really looking forward to go to Amsterdam this summer for the next DIA event. But then COVID happened, and as we know, it influences everything, especially the way we do conferences. Still, I will not be left without the DIA experience in 2020, as you are organizing an online conference, DIA Primetime. You know, DIA set the bar up for itself with its previous events, so the task is not easy. I'm sure you are aware of that. But as far as I can see, you are innovative in the sense of online conferences as well. I'm not even sure if it's a conference or maybe more like a TV show. Yes, in the last month we attended quite a few online conferences and, and uh, this really made us decide to do things totally different. So we asked ourselves, having to work from home, how would we like to enjoy DIA ourselves? Preferably a show we can enjoy from the couch in the living room. That's basically the, the, the answer that we came up with. So not only from behind a desk. 
So we created a range of new formats that you really can enjoy, resembling more a TV show than an infinite Zoom call. We, for instance, even selected the top 10 pandemic movies for you to binge. Okay, so instead of Netflix, I should just watch this conference or DIA primetime, I guess. Definitely, definitely. I think you will binge watch for four days on a row. We have a record number of keynote speakers from all over the world, loads of ancient texts and all sorts of entertainment. Also inspiring speakers from outside the industry or pharmaceutical giant Rush, for instance, or Unilever. We got the smart city expert of Europe, a best-selling author and award-winning comedian and many more. So prepare yourselves for hours of interesting Intertech TV that will really spark new ideas. Wow, cool. I am very well prepared. And uh, as you just mentioned, the timing is also not standard. You just mentioned that it's going to be four day long TV show. How can we imagine that? Four entire days. Uh, no, we decided to broadcast four hours a day. Most people can't look at a TV or computer screen for a whole day. And that's why we set it up differently. It's every afternoon from two to six, Monday to Thursday. And whether you're from Europe, Asia or America, it's from two to six in your own time zone. Of course, people also have their calls and perhaps some meetings. So we took care that they don't have to miss anything. Ticket holders can watch what they missed also in the weeks after the event, whenever is most convenient to them. Oh, that is cool. And that is really something that I love about online events, because actually if something is not so interesting, thing for me, then I can maybe skip that. But maybe there are some talks that I would like to rewatch because they were so inspiring or there were some data I was interested in. So I think that's also a cool thing that I can do that. Yes, DIA prime time is extremely convenient this year. Watch whenever you like and wherever you like. Mm, that's great. As you know, I'm working as director of innovation and digital technology at an insurance company. So given my role for me, the live demos of InsurTechs are always first inspiring and then really useful both in terms of idea creating and in terms of partnerships. Can we expect the online version of the hottest InsurTechs this year as well? Definitely. Like always, we selected the hottest and the latest InsurTechs from across the globe. And for this edition, we specifically looked at tech solutions that fit the demands that incumbents have particularly now. So expect lots of insurtechs which help insurers with remote sales and with remote service, or which help to digitalize the brokers and agents channel, and quite a few core platforms, of course, to create more fundamental solutions. We also have a TV show in which highly successful pure digital players, such as Leather Life from the US, bought by many from the UK, and Dutch Insured reveal some of their secrets. So we got lots to learn. Okay, I'm super excited. But uh, then there is something else that I'm missing out when I do online conferencing. And this is because when I go to a conference, networking is just as a big of a part as inspiration and learning. But let's be honest, networking online is not that easy. So should we only focus on learning when attending to DIA primetime? Haha, <laughs> no, we totally understand your point. It's our experience as well. So we put a lot of extra effort in the networking part of the conference. You know, it's key to our mission. Our reason of being is to connect insurance executives with insurtech leaders. To give an example, we'll introduce recommendation-based networking supported by AI, sort of similar to Tinder. You confirm which recommended person you would like to speak to, and if that person also confirms, you can set up a date. 
On the other hand, there are also those spontaneous meetings that you always have at a conference, for instance, during breaks or drinks. And often unexpected meetings are very interesting. So we found a solution for that as well. Furthermore, our idea is that at an online conference, there's no reason whatsoever to restrict the networking to specific time slots during the conference. So we'll also create plenty of networking opportunities after DIA prime time. You could say it's not just four days, but rather four weeks. Okay, this sounds like a great concept and I'm really curious to see how it will work in real life because it is, uh, it is a difficult job to make networking online effective. True, true. That's why we're really putting a lot of effort in it to make it work. Oh, super, super. And especially super that finally then I can have my own Tinder to try out because I live in a relationship and I could never, <laughs> never use Tinder. Sometimes I do it for my friends or for my colleagues, but then I'm really looking for DIA time time to have my own Tinder time. Yeah, well, hopefully you uh, you meet some nice people. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I uh, I did that also last year when it was a live event. Okay, so I think it all sounds really, really great. Very interesting to see the InsureTechs. As you mentioned, you will have some very strong names as keynote speakers. And all this in a Netflix kind of uh, experience with my Tinder application. So I only have one question left. Where and how we can buy tickets to the conference? Very simple. At our website, www.digitalinsuranceagenda.com. Now, since a big part of the fun of a conference is to experience this together, we created something special this time. If you buy a ticket, you can bring up to four colleagues for free so that you can discuss together what you saw and perhaps even make new plans. Yeah, that's complete. That's totally true. I agree. And I think it's a great opportunity both to make some other management uh, people who are not so involved in innovation understand more about this topic and also to maybe involve some talents who are uh, very creative and they are happy to attend on a conference like this. I will put the link to the show notes about the web page where you can buy tickets. And do not forget that Fintech Flow listeners can have a 200 euro discount on the ticket if they use the code DIA200FTFLOW. But I will put all this uh, in the show notes, also the discount code. Thank you, Roger, for sharing all this and best luck for the IA TV show. Thank you very much, Linda, for the opportunity and uh, looking forward to seeing you at the IA Primetime. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to get there. And thank you for listening. You can find all the referred links in the show notes, as well as the coupon code, which gives you a 200 euro discount for the IA Primetime. Next time, we will reveal a new and interesting initiative called YGIN, which stands for Young Global Insurance Network. Until then, stay tuned and follow the flow.